funkier than I remembered. Yeah. Yeah, it's friend of ghost. You don't, you don't get money. Well done. What a terrifying amount of people that came out tonight. That's, thanks for coming. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what you're expecting. Have anyone's uh, seen us before? Well, they uh, won't have no. seen us before, Joe. We've have you, never done have this anyone's, before. Anyone's heard us before? Have you heard us before? No. Oh my God, this is going to be fun. <laughs> right. Can I can I just ask from the offset, why are you here? <laughs> what possessed you? Marketing <laughs> works. <laughs> you used to like this place. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. This this would be a resounding death knell in your liking this place. There's, there's going to be no more liking of this place now. I've got a very odd voice. Oh, loud voice. Oh, sorry. So, if I, if I go towards the microphone, does it sound threatening? Okay, I'll just sit back for the rest of the evening. Okay. Is it still noisy? This is all being recorded, by the way. This is being recorded for, uh, for the purposes of posterity. It'll be going on iTunes later tonight, so be afraid. The, be the best afraid. thing is, only our half of the conversation is being recorded. So, we're going to sound like fucking lunatics. We'll sound like insane people, because it'll be us talking and then nothing, and then me going, oh yeah, I'm too noisy, am I? Um, you're, you're very hard to mic. Yeah, notoriously. And we also only, <laughs> we also only, only brought two mics, which was uh, kind of an oversight. We're so vain that yeah. way. Anyway, thank you for coming. Um, can you hear me? <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. I'm not terrifying. Okay, good. All right. I'm glad one of us isn't terrifying. At least I'm keeping with the theme of the evening. Terrifying Joe. Welcome to uh, Steelmates Podcast on this spookiest night of the year. <laughs> <laughs> And it is. It really is. Yeah. It's the, it's the one night where the, uh, the membrane between the physical world and the world of the spiritual is at its thinnest. I think you went in early with the word membrane. Yeah. It's I think, I think we, I, we haven't earned their trust yet. It's and feather light. You know, now you've, you've gone there. Ribbed for your displeasure. Oh, my no? God. No. That's terrible. Too much. Okay. Yeah, okay. Anyway, pressing on. Um, how we usually do this is we usually do this. Uh, the format is two middle-aged men in John's bedroom. Talking about a thing. Again? <laughs> you, you've gone into an area, haven't you? Not actually. You're, you know. you're taking that too, too literally. It's my what, study anyway. It's not really a, a, yeah, the bedroom. It's, it's a study. study. It's it a vanity a, unit. It has a pull-out sofa bed. It's all my no. hair products. It's got a lot of stuff. Many leather-bound books. Um, and That's we, just wallpaper that looks like books, but it's very impressive from a distance. <laughs> you, you see it in a lot of it's pubs a very, It's things. a very big study. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of distance <laughs> in there. So what we do... Is Jackie Collins. We talk over each other for hours uh, and cobble it together into something that sounds like this. So enjoy. So um, you guys made it tonight, but there were some people that couldn't make it tonight and they sent... <laughs> just a few. And, and they sent their telegrams of apology. The, uh, these are the telegrams of apology. Telegrams of apology. James Corden has turned down our invitation tonight. A rare lapse in taste and judgment from the cuddly karaoke motorist with the cold dead eyes. Although, it's also said Corden undergoes a terrifying transformation every All Hallows Eve into an attractive and likable television personality. All the better to hunt and harvest souls that he feeds so greedily upon. I've got the telegram here, I'm not even lying. He's... Thanks, Joe. Um... <laughs> Nobody's left yet, that's amazing. I'm just going to wait for that wave to just <laughs> descend. Uh, TV's Joe Lindsay has sent his apologies. 
as well. He might still trying to get those stains out of the curtains. <laughs> I've been in soap for a fortnight. It is strange. He did say he would be coming on Facebook. <laughs> it's a mystery. I don't know where he is. Yep. I'm pretty sure that's a, a sealed deal, usually. But John Carpenter, the horror film director and composer, can't make it. Shame. Did he give a reason? No, but he sent an envelope full of mints and rat skulls. Always does. <sighs> I don't understand that one. But no, no, no. <laughs> uh, horror writer Sean Hudson could have been here had we asked him. That's always a risk with uh, Hudson. If you invite him, he will come. He's like something from an M.R. James novel, but with a bubble perm and high tops. That's one for the millennials. <laughs> I was going to do that joke later on. I think, we, I, think, I think we could reuse it. Yeah, let's do it. They'll again. have forgotten. Right, without further ado, uh, this evening we're going to be doing a few Halloween facts. We've written our own ghost stories about our personal experiences, because we have seen ghosts in some shape or form. Not just the empty spaces here tonight, but real live ghosts. No, yeah, hang on, there's some doubters over here. Uh, I'm getting a presence. Yeah. I'm surprised we even got a presence. Um, we have seen some ghosts, and it's going to be very interesting and authoritative later on. And yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that, and it will be good. And it may, it may just chill you to the bone. Yeah, you won't be sceptical after that. No, that would be weird. We weren't together then. No, no, no. We haven't been together for a Wait, long time. Hold hands and try and do seances or anything. <laughs> a ring should, of although, a ring actually, of ironically, next month we are going to be doing uh, some ghost chasing in... Uh, <laughs> no. In, they they, in a rectory in Lisbon. And that's not even weird. That's fine. He meant Lisbon, not, not Lisbon. Uh, I wish. In Portugal, yeah. <laughs> I'm foreign. I say things funny. It's fine. Yeah, he, he's, he's from England, in case anybody was uh, wondering about that. Vis-a-vis, uh, is it Monaghan? Cavan? Oh, shit, Slagan? I didn't do one of the telegrams. Oh, well, the, telegram? the moment's gone now. Oh, no, no, hang on. We have one more telegram. Is that from, is that Kevin Spacey? Oh, you see, now you can't do it, can you? That's no, too no, horrible. What, what, what does Kevin Spacey say? Well, I'll tell you, Joe, since you've asked. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Spacey, he says, uh, Sorry I can't be there, guys. By the way, I'm left-handed. <laughs> He's a master of the non-sequitur. It's like his mind is making connections that the rest of us can't see. But that one says... It w wasn't worth doing that one, no, no, was hang it? On, no. It's a grower. It's a grower. I think at the end of the night, Graham will burst into laughter. I'm waiting that. for a rising tide of laughter from this corner of the room. Okay, okay, well, without further ado... Please, without any further without ado. Without any further ado, we will uh, do our first ghost story. This one is John's true life ghost story. Brace yourselves. I, did I hear an uh-oh? <laughs> What's wrong with my ghost story? No, no, because I, no, I agree, and I'm sceptical, <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you at the end, we'll have a conversation, it'll be good. And the audience is taking a lot more of this than I thought they would do. Yeah. Normally, there's not anyone there. It's actually like being at a seance. It's very weird, yeah. That, that, that was a very gentle heckle. I like that yeah, kind of heckle. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> I can take that sort of heckle. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm now worried the next five minutes is going to be very hard work for you. And, and for me. What? Yeah. Yeah. These are the weirdest heckles. <laughs> it's a podcast. We're not even meant to be heckles. Can we the voice for a seance? Get off. <laughs> huh? We're not. That's not how podcasts work. You don't go to a yeah, podcast yeah. and heckle people. 
They just talk and you applaud politely. That's yeah. how it works. Listen, maybe learn a little something. I know. Yeah, he really is. No, yeah. I, I, He's always I, been a reactor. I'm being, being goaded. Yeah. Why would you goad me? Uh, John, here I am. John's true life ghost story. Thanks very Take much. Take two. It's, well, you'll like it. It's a good story. Uh-oh. Um, can we dim the lights? Oh, yeah. Can we, can we dim the lights? Thanks. Thank you, Mal. The lovely Mal. Get some atmosphere you going. Ready, guys? Yeah. Right. Not so I can't read it. And we got a, a spooky lantern. Under my hideous face. Is that particularly scary? Uh, are you scared? You will is, be. Is there atmosphere? <laughs> is there a slight coldness in the room? I'm, it's emanating from here. Keep drinking until there's atmosphere. That's what I say. Um, this is my true life ghost, ghost story that definitely happened to me, and it's real. It's not even meant to be funny. <laughs> well, that's just personal now. All right, Wolf Boy, they called me at school. Are you happy? Are you? I'm really glad we decided to do this live. Yeah, I'm so happy with this. Um, my, yep. Okay, guys, brace yourselves. Here we go. Yeah, because there's like a page of this. <laughs> um, so that's very small print as well. It's yeah, I can barely read it. Um, as you'll find out. Um, I was on holiday in Ireland, and we were staying at my uncle's pub in Sligo. It was an old pub. The central hub of the town, abutting, as it did, the old courthouse and the police station. My uncle took great delight in telling me that the courtyard that was visible from my bedroom had historically been used for public hangings, a confidence that visibly terrified me. I was ten and sharing the room and the bed with my, br <laughs> with my younger brother, Barry. It's quite hard <laughs> reading, right? With the lights? I was 10 and sharing the room and the bed with my younger brother Barry, a Pacific child who had no problem sleeping. I was highly strung and suggestible then as now. And the image of those long dead hanged men twisting slowly outside was vivid and intense. Don't laugh at the corpses. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You dragged up. <laughs> He actually wrote that bit because he knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> the room was cold, damp cold, and the bed <laughs> and the bed covers heavy and coarse. My breath was the only thing visible in the gloom. I lay there, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, it's hard to work with Barry, isn't it? <laughs> and a Barry, it's the first Barry in a ghost story ever. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Barry. I lay there, Barry snoring gently beside me for what seemed... <laughs> for what seemed like hours. <laughs> Until event... You're actually blinding me. Sorry, sorry. Until eventually I drifted off into shallow, fitful sleep. I opened my eyes and was aware of... something. Some... Su don't laugh at that, this is scary now. Some subtle shift as though some part of the darkness had broken off, become unmoored. I squinted, concentrating, willing something to separate from the blackness. Something did. A figure began to assemble as though through a fog, materialising, becoming corporeal. It was a woman, her face half covered by a cowl or wimple, her <laughs> eyes hidden, 
She was alabaster white. The fu fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fuck? hell. Is there anybody there? Those are the two emergency spides <laughs> I ordered. It's a spider grub. <laughs> Knock once for fuck off. The lads can get the. Right, right. What's, what, what's happening is that some uh, young people have come around. Oh, yeah, for those listening. And uh, uh, they're, they're making wanker signs through a window. <laughs> While I'm holding a torch well, under John's chin. Yeah, they're still there. They're yeah. really good at it. Yeah. They've been quite. Oh, they changed the old, windows. Oh, hello. <laughs> they seem friendly. Oh, they're back again. My God, they. Guys, run for cover, they're coming at they're not. Right, let's move on so we can get to the end of this fucking endless ghost story. Talk to, yeah. Yeah, but, but you're scared of them, not of the ghost story, that's the problem. You know, I feel like the moment's gone a bit, really. They really want to get in. But are they like fucking moths? They don't know how to work at all. If I turn off What's the lights, this? if I turn off the lights, there, they're gone. They'll just lose interest. All right, fuck Carry on, that. John, carry on, carry on. Anyone remember I was? Uh, you were scared shitless? No, no, hang on. Wait, uh, Barry snoring gently. Then it happened again, the knock. John turned slowly. It was a woman. <laughs> Her face half covered by a cowl or wimple. Her eyes hidden. She was alabaster white, the folds of her clothing as smooth and unnatural as her movement, as she glided towards me, her hands <coughs> knotted in front of her as though in prayer, the knuckles whiter than bone. I remember thinking that I should shut my eyes. Seriously, it seems like a good idea. Um, I remember thinking I should shut my eyes. If I could shut my eyes, she would go away. The eyes were filled with tears in the effort to close them, furring the edges of this uncanny vision, but I still couldn't shut them. And then suddenly, I could. For whatever reason, the resistant... Are they back? No, no job. Oh, then suddenly I could is funny. Get this fucking out of it. <laughs> better. Not better, better. Yeah, better. It's always top light. Um, yeah, okay. <clears throat> suddenly you could yeah suddenly I could um, <laughs> for whatever reason the resistance collapsed and my eyes snapped shut I counted to ten before opening my eyes again she was still there I closed them again ten seconds, twenty seconds she remained but somehow faded less distinct I closed my eyes again this time when I opened them the difference was marked she was shrinking back into the darkness, being consumed by it until she was gone. I lay there staring up at the ceiling, my brother sleeping next to me. And then I went to sleep because it was nighttime <laughs> and I was 10. And that's what you do. Blimey. 
Blimey. I have never been called a wanker quite so often in such a short period of time. Yeah. That was extraordinary. You weathered three Barrys and two Spides. To be what? honest... What happened? That's not Did that scary. make it scary? Two children in sportswear. That's not the scary we were going for. <laughs> Fair play to Mal, the barman. Mal started filming them and they scarpered like cockroaches for some reason. Not sure why. Although, to be honest, we could have done with the audience numbers, so I think that was a bit hasty. Should we the blinds down? Oh, yeah, he gets the blinds down. <laughs> I get the wanker signs. Were they doing wanker signs, by the way? They've not even <laughs> met me. <laughs> Nazi salutes. Yeah. It was kind of... It was kind of fist Tourette's. Oh, All right, okay. guys. Right, guys, let's snap into focus. This yeah, is a yeah, tight yeah. 50. This is yeah, a yeah. tight 50. Come on. Right. Says who? We might have to edit quite a bit of that. <laughs> can we keep it's the mainly abuse. Can we keep it the spies are giving you rude gestures? Yeah, yeah we'll have to keep yeah. that in. That's good, good. good. Um, okay, so that's the end of my ghost story. Now. A any questions? Any questions from the floor, <laughs> may as well. What do you think of my ghost story? Do you think I saw a ghost? No. Well, I'll tell you, it, it, it did happen, but I... No, no, it did happen. He does have a brother called Barry. I this do have a brother true. called Barry. It's oh. Thomas. What's his middle name? I'm so sorry. Um, what, I, what I would say is that um, I, it was a Catholic home, um, and if they didn't have one of those glow-in-the-dark Marys... Um, <laughs> We've all had one of those. Yeah, I, I would be very surprised. I think probably what it was is like a sort of night hag thing. A night hag? You know the night hag? <laughs> When you get sleep paralysis and you can't move and you see sort of visions, there you go, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's why she's called the night hag. She is sits it, in your is, chair. Is that not sleep paralysis? Is there a, yeah, it's the same thing. Medical phenomenon. But they call it the night hag. The night hag. Mm. But um, I think it was a combination of that. Yeah, I couldn't move. I couldn't close my eyes. All sorts. Don't. Yeah. Yes. I guess this is meant to be horrific. Yeah. Question at the back. Carol Aidan O'Higgins of Slack. Right, no, hang on. Carl Aidan O'Higgins lives in Chester. Oh. <laughs> are we this, Are we going off at something of a tangent? This, this, this. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it was probably sleep paralysis. Yeah, there's a rational explanation, Sarah. Focus what part in. of that didn't you get when yeah. I said that? Stop having a conversation with Graham. What the fuck? <laughs> right, Joe, you had a fact to tell the ladies and gentlemen, the boys and girls, didn't you? Uh, yeah, yes, I did. Yes, and I'm glad you asked me that. because It's not on Google, no, it's actually... Right, it's a photograph of something I wrote earlier. It's a, it's a photograph of John's handwriting. Yeah, I don't know why. Because we're that kind of, you know, we have that level of freshness. Apple bobbing. And, and Who knows friendship. about apple bobbing? Show of hands, that's good. 50% of the room. Apple bobbing dates back to the Roman invasion of England. The Romans brought with them the apple trees, the representation of Pomona, the goddess of apples. <laughs> Just apples. Don't look for temples to Pomona, because the trees are the temples themselves. Young people would try and bite apples floating in water to see who would be next to marry them. 
By the way, Agatha Christie's novel, Halloween Party, is about a girl who is drowned whilst bobbing for apples. It's apparently one of her shitter books. Right. So you don't know what apple bobbing is? You do know. Right, so yeah. Have you done any apple bobbing? I mean, you look really pleased with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an apple bobber, motherfucker. What they do is they get apples, they put them in water, and you have to try and bite them, or you can put them bits of string in your door jam. And, your uh, door jam? Yeah. Ja jam with a B. It's a proper word. Jamba. Yeah, jamba. Um, and jamba. You can, you move around and try and bite an apple. In the olden days, yeah. In the olden days, it would be like to see who would get married next. Uh, but uh, but how does that work exactly, that John? Now. How does that work specifically? I don't know. Do I look like the goddess Pomona? I don't make it happen. Eh, it's quite dark in here. Um, yeah. oh, look, we'll say, so, so you went to bite an apple, and then that determined who you married? Exactly. No, it determined that you would be the next person to marry. If, if you, you could get if a bite. If he won... Would he, would he lie to you? Why would I lie about that? <laughs> The most look. The, so you're missing the point. The most interesting thing about this. He hasn't got fangs. Is that, is that apples aren't indigenous to the British Isles. The Romans brought them here. Before that, there were no yeah, apples. You're learning. I'm being entertained. Come on. <laughs> Are you not in? No. <laughs> look at the look at the body language here. That was good. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I enjoyed that fact a lot. Thank you very much. No, is it, is oh it, no, it was your fact. Sorry, yeah. I forgot. Is it? Is it time for John's poetry corner? I think it might be time. What we do, right, is I do a bit <laughs> of poetry. God, you have the faces. Um, every week we do John's poetry corner, and this is a special Halloween poem. No. I oh no! Not. Oh no! It's a. Don't. It's it's a very old and profound piece of verse that I'm we find. I'm very glad they didn't see the poem now yeah. because this is. Shall we? Shall we know, do the song? They thought the ghost story made me a wanker. Um, yeah, let's do the song. Let's do the song. We have a song for this, and you'll love it. Yep. John's Poetry Corner. <laughs> special Halloween edition there. Halloween nice. special. Okay. So, picture the scene. You're in a graveyard. It's foggy. You're trying to get home, but there's a locked gate. Yeah. Um, you're wearing tight red trousers and have white socks on. Oh, yes. And uh, you've just been to the cinema with your special girl. Uh, do I have to do the voice? You have to do the voice. Right, okay. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood <laughs> to terrorize Yowl's neighborhood. <laughs> and whomsoever shall be found Without the soul for getting down, <laughs> must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. The foulest stench is in the air, the funk of 40,000 years, and grisly ghouls from every tomb are closing in to seal your doom. And though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver. <laughs> it's going to be Crichton at the end there. For no male mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. <laughs> <laughs> Shamon. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. Little do we know uh, that, that the word evil would be applied to Michael Jackson three decades later. Um,
I can do that as well if you want. You know, that's another show, though. Um, so that's Poetry Corner. Um, any, any requests? Any questions about that? Does anybody recognize that poem? What? Is it Halloween-based? No, then you can't. No, no. If you've done the research... Did you read the blurb for this? She's... I'm Audience. not a spy doing a yeah. Nazi salute outside the window. It's not a, I'm not going to scuttle. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a bring oh, your own up. poem kind of event. I mean, we didn't... We didn't, we didn't. No, uh, I, said, I said, is there any questions? Do you recognise the poem? Do you recognise? Was, was Brillig and the slithy toves degarding gimbal on the wave. All mimsy were the borough groves and the moan rats outgrabe. Beware the jabberwock, my son. The claws that bite, the teeth that scratch. Probably the other way around. Beware the jub-jub tree and shun the frubious bandersnatch. His vorpal blade he took in hand. Long time the manxum foe he sought. So rested he by the jub-jub tree and sat a while in thought. And as in uffish thought he stood, the jabberwock with eyes of flame came whiffling through the tulgy wood and burbled as it came. I can't remember the rest. That's good enough. I think that's good. His vorpal blade went snicker-snack... Yeah, yeah. The man's a giant of verse. That's he's a tree king. Look at him. It's, it was better with the, it was better with the blinds down. They're probably still outside, going like this, <laughs> if we raise them. Yeah, yeah that, that that would be great, Jeff. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the tip, Jeff. And uh, we'll we'll. Tr <laughs> Right, Joe, I think it's now time for your ghost story. Oh, Christ. Brace yourselves. So um, I, I can sit back and have some wine. Mine's longer than John's, and he was raging it, it, about that. Um, yeah, and that went on for ages. So. It did, but uh, brace yourselves. Shall I, shall, I, shall I do my own light? Yeah, do, yeah, do your own light. I'm pretty sure you, this is a flattering light, right? Yeah, it's good As ever. Thanks, babe. <laughs> my grandmother was always one for the ghosts. The supernatural was as unsurprising to her as unreliable men. Just let that, let's let that settle. Let that settle. Rolling. Good. She was a country girl from the wilds of Fermanagh. Ross Lay, known for some of the dodgiest priests in the county, and a healthy respect for the lonely wail of the Banshee. Or Banshee? Banshee. <laughs> if only, yeah. My grandmother, if only it was, my grandmother would insist on sitting me by the fire as a boy. No matter how much I protested that I wanted to remain gender unspecific. She'd regale me with tales of bog beasts, fairy rings, and funny uncles with no jokes. I mean, she really believed in this stuff. She came from a time and a place where people took the dead walking amongst us as a casual matter of fact. My grandmother's neighbor, Michael McGurk, lived alone two doors up in a cold, austere, and rather imposing townhouse. The floors were wooden, giant Chinese vases, exotic plants, and thick, plush rugs decorated the otherwise pretty bare interior. He lived alone and was what my grandmother called a confirmed bachelor. Not sure what that meant. He'd been in the Merchant Navy, I think. He'd been in the Merchant Navy. He was a bluff, taciturn, but not unkindly man who let me help him out in the garden. Although looking back, I'm not so sure what was kindly about letting me dig up troughs for his runner beans, whilst he reclined on a nearby deck chair reading Henry James. There's more. He was the first man to show me his soda stream. <laughs> I marveled at this miraculous contraption. You guys don't know what a soda stream is, do you? Um, 
Right, SodaStream. Yeah, okay, stop for a second, SodaStream. SodaStream used to, was, was a machine back in the 80s that uh, could make fizzy drinks. Later, okay, later, let, let's not quibble on the exact time, but later than that? It was earlier now, it's the early 80s. I don't want to be that old. Can we say it was the mid to late 80s? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm embellishing. It's, it's performance, come on. Anyway, it's a, it's a machine that made fizzy drinks. So you didn't have to buy your own fizzy drinks. That's the one. And you went, broke it down and it made... Yeah, they came back. Yeah, but they're, but they're retro now. Yeah, yeah. They're retro like Gwyneth Paltrow. Thanks, Jeff. He was the first man to show me his soda stream. I marveled that this miraculous contraption could somehow produce flavored carbonated drinks out of fresh air and water and specially purchased sachets. In real terms, it tasted rotten, but the wonder of it negated the foul chemical coating that stuck to the roof of your mouth for days afterwards. I like Michael. He seemed exotic and interesting, especially for the Lisburn Road. I was quite upset when on visiting my granny one week, I overheard the grown-ups talking about Michael having dropped dead next to his vases and rugs and soda stream. Been there for at least a day, I heard my grandmother say. A long-forgotten brother from overseas coming to settle his affairs, I heard someone else mention. It was a shock to my young mind. One of my first brushes with the concept of death, the end of someone, the passing through the fragile veil betwixt this world and the next. Popping your clogs, as my Uncle Joe enigmatically put it. My grandmother was tasked with going to Michael's house to begin sorting out his things ahead of his brother arriving from overseas. I asked to go with her, so she let me. As we entered Michael's small backyard, that's not a euphemism, and my grandmother slipped the kitchen key into its lock and turned and opened up. I got a small thrill as a waft of cold air hushed against my face. He'll be annoyed, my granny told me, matter-of-factly. Annoyed at what, granny? Asked me as a child, I asked. <laughs> Not being attended to before now, she said. He liked his dinner at 5.30 on the dot. <laughs> that was Michael. <laughs> My granny used to make his dinner and bring it to him, or else he come and used to be fed. He was a lazy fuck. Um, and looking at his pristine kitchen, with little more than a couple of mugs, a spotless hob, and a triumphant, glistening mini citadel that was the soda stream. You could tell he wasn't a man for cooking. Which is how he insisted he'd escape from the cannibals of Papua New Guinea on one naval expedition. <laughs> With one eye lingering longingly on the soda stream of the deceased, the soda stream of the deceased, I walked with my granny through the house as she rummaged through drawers, careful, and cupboards, laying things out, piling clothes and making notes. Michael's house was always cold, but today it seemed extra specially cold. As we walked from Michael's bedroom into one of the guest rooms, the door slammed shut behind us. I jumped a little. My granny told me not to be stupid, that it was just a draft from the open kitchen door, but it did seem colder than usual. And I could feel a small shiver <laughs> the sort of shiver that doesn't just come from the cold, but the fact that there was a whole soda stream going asking downstairs. It would be a shame to let Michael's brother take the soda stream. Hadn't I made better use of it? Hadn't I earned the right to that soda stream? Hadn't I labored like a bastard in Michael's garden? 
Wasn't it technically what he would have left me in his will if I'd known what wills were? I definitely thought that. I asked Granny if I could have the soda stream. She said she didn't know. But to remind her when Michael's brother came over and she'd ask him from overseas, if you remember. As we wrapped up in that colder than cold house, our footsteps echoing through the hallway, down the stairs and back towards us again as echoes, I got the strangest feeling that maybe now I'd probably got what I wanted and it might be good to leave. I was a very self-centered child. We locked up and left by the front door. Granny said she was surprised that Michael hadn't made himself known. I genuinely thought she was referring to secret documents containing what? I couldn't give a damn. We walked together to Tommy the Butcher's at the end of the block for a pound of vegetable roll. Spooky. It was called that because it had flecks of green embedded in the moils of processed meat. The healthy option. That's right, Jeff. <laughs> that, that was the tastiest bit. It's like the paper on pepperami, that film, everyone eats that shit, don't they? Then, hang on, Jeff, on the way back past Michael McGurk's house, just two doors away from my grandmother's front step, she stopped outside his house and waved. She bade me to do the same. Wave or otherwise he'll be annoyed, Joseph, she said. Who'll be annoyed, Granny? I asked, knowing the answer, really. Michael, of course, there he is, wave now. This is true, by the way. I glanced up ever so reluctantly and raised my hand containing the vegetable roll and waved it. And when I looked up through the neck curtains, I could swear I saw the outline of a broad, thick-set, dark creature with heavy shoulders and features so roughly hewn. It was, if the, it was as if the creator, in horror at what he was making, had cast this half-finished thing out in shame. It was balefully staring back down, still looming dark. <laughs> Granny, what's that? I whimpered. Up there, the, 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 that's not Michael, is it? <laughs> that's what you do when you're scared, you stutter, apparently. <laughs> no, that's his Welsh dresser, you idiot, she scolded. Michael's downstairs by the front window. Wave at him, quick. Because I was looking at a big Welsh dresser, I thought it was Michael, because I'm, I'm an idiot. My eyes scanned downwards to the lower window, but Michael was gone, as if he'd never been there. I gave another weak wave, still clutching the vegetable roll as we headed on home. Michael's brother arrived a week later to settle his affairs, but funnily enough, I never did remind Granny about that soda stream. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Based on a true story. <laughs> Which... It's not Biker Grove, Jeff. So those are our ghost stories. So I quite like your child voice. That was very good. G -g 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 granny. Yeah. Oh, 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 Granny. Oh, Granny. I can't do a child's voice. Listen to this fucking voice. I know, no, no. Sit back. It's already been pointed out. I can't yeah. be letting your microphone. So, um, yeah, skeptics. Saw you looking unhappy there. Well, still, still, still not liking the ghosts. Yeah, yeah. Still not like thinking they're real. Oh my God, we have two new audience members. Is this an apparition? We see. It's all... <laughs> Luckily, that's not been recorded. <laughs> it's always... I don't know whether it's encouraging or depressing when people you know come in. I'm not sure which. 
You just missed two cracking ghost stories. Yeah. This is kind of horrific. Yeah. Uh, guys. Aren't we already? You're losing a bit of focus here. Yeah, come Ign on, guys. Ignore the ignore the newcomers. Yeah. Guys, you they came are here as nothing. You came here for a reason. You came here to hear Halloween facts and hear ghost stories. Yeah. Right? Well, I don't know. I don't know why they came here. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what they're expecting. They weren't expecting this, I suspect. Does anybody not believe my ghost story, by the way? I You weren't even here. No, no, but there was a, 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 was there a supernatural element? No. <laughs> now Barry's heckling, not yeah. John's brother. Okay, some more facts. Oh God, what's the point? I've lost the will to live Come here. on, let's do this. Shall we just plow on with some facts? I think this is me? going, yeah. That's less money away from those either. Oh, by the way, uh, guys, you missed the, the spides giving wanker signs through the windows earlier on. It put, it put John off his stride somewhat. He did what, sorry? He put a kiss at you? Yeah, yeah, all right. Well, all right, you're, okay, you're okay, getting erotic okay, attention right. from a Nazi. That's yeah. all I'm saying. A female member of the yeah. audience. Don't be pleased. Got, got a kiss blown from a Nazi spied, and she's really pleased. Don't? Was it the... Something like that. A, there yeah, was a stutter involved. Full-on Scooby-Doo scenario going on there. Like Ron Scoob. Uh, yeah, you recognise that, don't you? <laughs> well, again, that, again, these are not a key yeah, parts these of the aren't, story. Yeah, this yeah. is just this, this colourful this, window dressing. This, this happened outside the story. A story has a beginning and an end, and then what happened beyond that? It might have been eaten. It might have been me that did it. Who knows? Right, I'm going to do a. I'm going to do. I a, do know though. I'll tell you later. fact. And uh, you'll just listen in silence and respect it, right? Yeah? Yeah. Chance. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. yeah? Hope springs eternal. It's not going to happen, is it? It's not going to happen. You've lost, we've lost the control of this room. <laughs> you know, we're like we, that we've, really, lost, we've lost the room now. We're like that really, we're like that really shit supply teacher that yeah, just doesn't exactly. do it. Yeah, yeah. We're being bullied by bigger boys. They're giving us, they're giving us Nazi salutes outside a window. Come on. And, and wanker gestures, but they're blowing a kiss at somebody, so that's okay. Yeah, yeah well, you know. Okay, so here is a fact. Um, oh, it's not a very nice fact. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do, do the Somerset one. Yeah, I'm going to be punky oh, Please do the Somerset one. This is going really... Hang on, that's my fact. Yeah, well, there's loads of facts, and we'll never get time to do them all, because it's like the gone on one. forever. Uh, in Somerset, in England... Don't, is that a sharp intake of breath? Or a sigh. Sharp right, outtake, yeah. not an intake. Is that a technical? You're particularly impressed by Somerset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice area. It's not, yeah. In Somerset, in England, they uh, do not celebrate Halloween. Instead, the third Thursday of October, they celebrate Punky Night. Just going to let that settle for a few seconds. Punky Night. Uh, the children walk through the village with their mangle wurzels carved into leering faces and sing, It's punky night tonight. It's punky night tonight. Adam and Eve would not believe it's punky night tonight. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. This predates no, no. punk by some no, time. No, 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 no. This is this is like this is, this this is, is like this a, is an old tradition. This is like prehistory. Yeah, this is. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
No, it's not the Mighty Mighty Boss tones. Calm down, man. Does anybody know how this tune goes? Shall we all sing Punky Night together? No? God, good God. Are you this from is... Somerset? Is that what you're saying? The fuck? What? Hercule Poirot's done the... Punky Night. The... <laughs> Have you got any buzzcocks, mate? Well, that... Hang on, there's a Hercule... There's a Hercule Poirot that's called uh, Halloween Party. That he referenced yeah, this earlier. That's the he one where the, before. where the victim dies through bobbing for apples. Bobbing for apples. That was, that was part of the whole bobbing for apples yeah. segment. What? You well, were probably flirting with you, a Nazi. Yeah. You, were, you, were, you were busy getting kisses blown by a spide from the window. I am, well, I got wanker signs, so I'm, I am a bit If jealous. I was under 30, I'd say hashtag jealous, but I'm not entitled to, so that's fine. Go on. Yeah. Well, don't. Jeff, I think. Jeff, I think. Jeff, you're being, can I have nothing? Jeff, I think you're being overly oh. kind. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was shining a torch under his face to fully illuminate him. Do you, do you say mindfulness? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, James Corden's turned down our invitation tonight. <laughs> Um, right, okay. Well, we were going to talk about film. We were. No, no more I was, facts? I was going to no do, well, there's shitloads of facts. I was going to talk about Adam and Eve there, but I, yeah, I can't be bothered now. It's just... It's punky it's night tonight. Just, it's it's just, punky it's night just, tonight. It's just all gone horribly wrong. Adam it? and Eve would not believe it's punky night tonight. Somerset punks. Yeah, no, but it'd be like cider punks, so it'd be, it'd be no use at all. Yeah. Well, but, like, got, yeah, we'll go up to Lee's and shit. But yeah. what do you call what do you oh, call yeah, yeah, yeah. what what do you call the vegetable that they carve? A, a, a mangle wurzel. A mangle wurzel. Anyone heard of a mangle wurzel before? Yeah, you, I think you're lying. <laughs> You've took. Was it in Hercule Poirot as well? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're thinking of mangle wurzel gummage. I think there is a mangle. A, no, I think there is a mangle wurzel farm in uh, Wurzel Gummage. Is there? Yeah. Does anybody remember Wurzel Gummage here? I'm just trying to keep some kind of uh, co you know continuity going. Yeah. I think it's some sort of species of gourd, yeah, or a tuber, a, a gourd or tuber. You, I mean, take your pick. What does it look like? I've never seen one. Mangle beet. That's right. It is a member of the beet. It's a member of the beet family. This is true. Anyway, it's carved in Somerset, and they sing the Punky Night song, uh, and they don't even punk hasn't even reached Somerset. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it reached America in about 1997, but it hasn't reached uh, Somerset yet. Yet, nor running water. <sighs> or Belfast, Jeff. Yeah, hence the sound of running water just there from the bathroom. Not that we were listening in there. Anyway, so John and I watched a horror film. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is death now. It's going really well. Yeah, it's really good. I think it's actually right that it's horrific. Yeah. It's, 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 it's I actually want to lift those blinds to see if those guys are just still there going like this. <laughs> that would be quite something. They weren't? Come on, yeah, that's exactly why you went for a cigarette, Jeff. It wasn't the cigarette, it was the, 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 the night watchman, yeah. Do you go, yeah, scare them all away. You, you rough boys, run along now. For the people listening at home, we have, we have quite a vivacious and talkative audience. If you can't hear them, 
they're all giving really good kind of input here. There's a lot of notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting live action notes here. Yeah, yeah. You know. We're not entirely certain that you're mic'd up. I don't mean metaphorically, I mean actually. So uh, Barry's looking at me like he's about to eat his pint glass. No, he's not. No, no. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, John and I last night watched a film called Halloween 3. Has anybody seen it? Season of the Witch. Barry's not in it. No, no. Yeah, it's, it's, I was going to say, does anyone know why it's unique in the Halloween series? Jeff's preempting me because no, there's no Michael Myers. Does anybody know, anybody know who Michael Myers is? Have you guys seen Halloween at all? No? Austin Powers? Oh, Mike Myers. Yeah, man, come on. Yeah, okay, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, you know, it's a kind of, you know... Does, does anybody know what the, the mask right. of famous uh, filmic serial killer Michael Myers is based on? Oh, dead heat between these two. Very good. Well, we're now doing a pop quiz. What's happening here? <laughs> okay, your tiebreaker, are you ready? What was Jimmy Lee Curtis's relation to Michael Myers? Mom. Wrong. Sister. Yes. Well done. The empty bottle of wine goes. The pumpkin. Pick a pumpkin. You can take it home. <laughs> but only after midnight when it's irrelevant. Um, okay. So you guys haven't seen the Halloween film, so this is going to be totally lost on you. There are old ones and there are new ones. It's like Rolling Stones songs. Yeah. There's a lot of them, but it's basically older than me. It possibly is. It's basically a guy in a white hockey mask who goes around. No, 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 no. It's not a hockey mask. It's a William Shatner mask. William Shatner mask, of course. Say what? Yeah, he's he's taller than 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 your hand. Yeah. Yeah, but perspective's a funny thing. You look, your hand looks massive from here. He's a big lad. Yeah, and he kills. He's people. taller than Graham at the bar there. Look at that giant of a man there with the. Don't beard. turn around too quickly. You get stuck. By the way, I should say it's Graham's birthday today. Yeah. Well done, Graham. On attaining your incredible dotage. Yep. Graham's the well-meaning buffoon who's, who's brought this Will all together. Will you stop fucking up the program? <laughs> if he's here, it's his birthday today, isn't it? That's how it works. This is the glamour of Hollywood. You're if, you're listening on, if you're listening on, so on iTunes, that? this is actually going better than it seems right now in the room. I don't know, I'm still getting very defensive body language from over here. Look at this, this is angry people. 40 minutes in, there's still three, three girls yeah, no. arms folded going, impress me. And I'm not sure. Mango Wars will fuck you. Oh, and also, I seem to think, you've taken rather hops since we pulled the blind down. <laughs> Where are my Nazi admirers now? Okay, guys, if you give us five minutes to talk about Halloween 3, we will blitz through it. Um, and for the listeners on the out, not at all. My God, no! Feel, feel free to join in, but you know. Um, but don't. But don't. Yeah. Um. So, John, Halloween three. <laughs> let's what a, Let's leave my rudeness hanging in the yeah. air there. What a weird departure from the film series that two one third <laughs> of the audience here hasn't seen. But there are other people here who haven't seen it. Oh, hang on, have you seen it? But you said he Wait, was... No, which one? The third one or the first one? You said he was seven foot tall with a hockey mask. Well, he's not in that one. Yeah. So you haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, anyway, yeah. This, the story's, this story's falling apart. The like joke's cake. Ha Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, as Jeff already uh, implied. He didn't imply, he actually said it directly. Yeah. The thing about this film is there's no serial killer, killer in it. There's no witch in it. 
In fact, there's no plot really to it. No, hang on, there is a plot to it. What are you talking about? It's a dodgy plot. Oh yeah, right. it's basically about... The uh, plot of this film is this. Your job. Um, Taking control there. <laughs> Masterful. A man who in the original screenplay was a 3,000-year-old demon steals one of the standing stones at Stonehenge, ships it to America, chips away at it to make little magic things that go in the back of Halloween masks. In the shape of shamrocks. Which he then sends, puts on the back of Halloween masks and gives to children uh, so their heads shrink and they turn into snakes. And beetles come That's out of... That's the plot of this film. Yeah, and beetles come out of their eyes. And the guy who does all this is Irish, of course, because the Irish are terrible. Yeah, yeah. Sean Bean? He's not Irish, he's from Sheffield. Well, so did Brad Pitt. That... Although, there's, a, there's an interesting Brad Pitt story. It's got nothing to do with Halloween. Uh, Brad Pitt came here to practice his accent for the Devil's Own, in which he plays an IRA man on the run. So he tried his accent out on a couple of locals outside a pub. They thought he was taking the piss, and they beat the shit out of him. <laughs> a round of applause there. Uh, but back to Halloween 3. <laughs> as we're so desperately trying to do. Um, uh. So an Irish man who doesn't like kids, steals a bit of Stonehenge, as John said, Makes masks with bits of Stonehenge in it that makes children's faces melt and snakes come out their eyes. And there's a guy with too much makeup on and a giant moustache who's like the hero. He's called Dr. Chalice. Yeah, he looks like Colt Seaver's sort of diseased brother. Yeah. He's got the Explain skin who of, Colt Seaver's is to the young people got, here. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, he's got the skin of a pumpkin and he's the romantic lead. He um, looks like Stacey Keach in a, in a house fire. It's not, not, explain not a good Explain who Stacey Keach is now. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a brilliant film. It's extraordinary. Yeah, I, that, is a, that is a problem. Um, the thing about it is, right, there's but a fantastic advert that goes all the way through it, and it's... Uh, eight more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. And you get these whopping children's heads on a black background. They turn into skulls and then into pumpkins. It's and then a voice goes, It's time, kids. And then uh, all the children sit in front of the TV. And ultimately what happens is that the children are meant to sit in front of this final advert and they're building up to it dramatically all the way through it. And the lead man has some children and they are going to be <laughs> watching this and he's desperate for them not to watch this advert. What the film doesn't take into account is there are four time zones in America. And, and 52 sort of got, channels, as Bruce Springsteen once said. to try and sort this whole problem out rather than the last 30 seconds of the film. But apart from that... Yeah, but John... John nitpicking? John's also... John's also... Spoiler alert, John's given away the entire plot of the film, so... Uh, yeah, but I did that before. So That's there's really right. no need for you guys to watch this now. Not no, that you were ever going to watch no it. No one's going to ever watch this film on, 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 on this. It's not it's a, a brilliant film. film. There's so many brilliant bits in it. The other thing is, the Irish in this film are, are, are horrible people. The Irish are cast as the kind of slightly sinister, uh, misanthropic assholes, as opposed to the drunks, which is a pleasant change. <laughs> Staying in makeup now. Yeah. <laughs> That's your costume. That's your costume. Whoa. They're not out there, you know, anymore. They've, they've moved on. Mal tried to take their picture, <laughs> and they scarpered. You know that for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good point, Mal. You did actually waste camera space. I, I, I do. Yeah. 
appreciate that. No way, come on. So, right, okay, let's tie this up. I've got any more facts to We've give you? I've got loads of facts, but, I mean, you know. Can I read a fact? <sighs> Do you want to read a fact, John? Why not? Here's a fact. Read about uh, Helen Duncan. Helen, Helen Duncan. Duncan. Helen Duncan. Helen Duncan. Helen Duncan. Helen Duncan. I've been to Helen Duncan. I've been to hell and Duncan. Was the last person to be imprisoned. It's not no laughing matter. It's no laughing matter at all. Under the British Witchcraft Act yeah. of 1735. She got nine months in 1945. Two numbers close together. It's confusing. The Witchcraft Act was 1735. She got nine months in 1945. She was a fake medium, and a medium fake, famous for sicking up bits of cheesecloth and pretending it was ectoplasm. Thanks how you pronounce it. Ectoplasm. As she was taken from the docks, she cried out, I have done nothing wrong. Is there no God? Which is a bit rich coming from a professional medium. Why not ask one of your dead mates, Helen Duncan? If that is your name. And it, and it was. So, um, I think that wraps up Stalemate's uh, Halloween podcast. Yeah, that's it? worked out brilliantly. Our yeah. live experiment. <laughs> it lives, it lives. It's, uh, it's been a solid hour now. Let's wrap this up and then play some spooky Halloween-based music. No, uh, none of it. Keep it no, all no, in. No, no, it's all in. That's it's all solid gold. It's all a keeper. Especially the really puzzling bit, which you can't see yeah, on a podcast, yeah, yeah. where there's some spies at the giving Nazi salutes. But that's we, we, hours we of do, dead air where people. We might do a director's a commentary underneath the actual podcast. Here we have some spies coming to the window. One's giving a Nazi salute. There's a young woman in the audience making herself up. She looks pleased. He's blowing her kisses. This could end up quite well. Happy Halloween. Thank you all for coming. I say all. Thank you for coming. You've been wonderful. Time up was a ghost. He he told the ghost story already. Uh, he wasn't really a ghost, though, Sarah. Yeah, I remember. But Sarah, have you been on the MDMA again? No, she's right. I, well, you I remember you were a ghost I, I, for my art. I, I portrayed a dead airman in a piece of art that for Sarah her art. made. Um, well, and, and I was fucking dashing. Well, that, oh my! I was so brave. That's actually coincidence because we will be playing Ghost of an American Airman in our spooky discotheque in about two minutes. Thank you all for coming. And if you want to applaud, it probably won't pick it up, but it'll be nice to hear. That's better. One more time. The world's smallest clap just happened over there. Okay, let's conclude this farce.